0: Amen. Well, thank God for that prayer request and testimony and that zeal you could feel. I thank the Lord. And uh, Brother Rust already mentioned to me when he'd come in back there about y'all's son that had come and moved and blessed y'all so much. I just I thank the Lord for that and glad you shared that here tonight. And uh, remember all those prayer requests that she had. Pray for Lafayette Church. Anybody else? God sure is good. Even in the worst of times and the most troubled times, God is still good. Anyone else? If not, we'll ask brother Carl to lead us in prayer? <coughs>
1: We, be and we, we, a right. that we can get them in, the in the service just like you or to do our, our, our lives. Our Lord, preserve the body, Lord, to sacrifice. We use the Lord's glory that our Father, your message might reach out. to someone attempts empty, be God, cause them to realize where they are, that they might look at just before it's eternally through that hand of God. It's not wrong with Jesus. Just coming to take the church home, and we pray our Lord Lord, that you'd help us to do all that we can to get our people in while we've got time, and Father, I pray now for your will to be done in the whole life with this service, and just go with us on now through life, lead us in your holy will, in
2: Jesus' name we pray, amen.
0: Amen. Appreciate the prayer. Who'd feel like singing tonight? Anybody got a song on your heart? You do, feel free. If you got testimony, you share that too. Whatever God gives you, you can do that. Feel liberty. Where the Spirit of the Lord is there's liberty. You can be you can be liberty. You can have liberty. You can be free. Anyone. Let's pray.
1: for us this evening. song's got some beautiful words to it.
2: (laughs) If just one more soul were to walk down the aisle, it'd be worth every trouble, it'd be worth Ah. every trial, and that's the truth, just listen to the words of it.
1: are weary the singers are tired the church as we know it Keep preaching and singers go sing, and laymen keep sharing that Jesus is King. The angels have gathered, they're surrounding the throne, and they'll start rejoicing for just one more soul just one more soul were to walk down the aisle it would be worth every trouble it would be worth every mile a lifetime of labor is still worth it all if it rescues just one more A lifetime of labor is still worth it all if it rescues just one more soul.
0: Appreciate that song. Thank the Lord for it. Who else feel like singing? I'll keep praying. I appreciate the preachers we got here. They just every one of them's a blessing to me. And uh, we're just gonna open it up to them. And let whichever one of them feels God stirring their heart, giving them something to preach, to come ahead and preach. Your option. If more than one feels like preaching, one can start and other can go after that. don't matter. And, uh, we've had uh, numerous preachers preach before in a service. It doesn't happen often, but it has happened some, and it can be. Whatever God wants, that's what we want. So which one of you feel like coming, just come ahead. Come on, preach. All of you is welcome and all of you have opportunity, but I'm going to start this way. Uh, since nobody's got up right off the bat, uh, I'm like a sister, was that uh, welcome brother Russ. Uh, when he come in, we don't get to hear him much anymore. So we're going to turn it over to him if he's got something on his heart. Come ahead. Let's really pray for him. I appreciate him and Steph being here tonight. Thank God for him. And, and let's just, let's pray. Come
2: on. I guess I wasn't really planning on getting up tonight, but uh, uh, it's always an honor to be here. And uh, me and Steph, we're talking about things that transpired over the past six months. We've been members of three different churches in six months time <laughs> and that is so unlike me <laughs> I, I mean that's that's just who'd ever thought that um, and I thought we was only here for about three months um, but Terry I don't believe that was a mistake at all I I, I mean I, I appreciate those three months and it was good for me and I I I hope it was good for the church but I know it was good for me Uh, so so God does what God does and we'll either obey and go on or we'll stub up and and uh, uh, try to figure things out Uh, I was reading over in Revelation and Bible was talking about, uh, had us had a list of people that were murderers and adulterers and said that they wasn't going to see that new heaven. Uh, and then another one that it put in there with him, Billy, it, it put the fearful and the unbelieving and it grouped them right together with murderers and adulterers. and, And, uh, boy, Billy, if, if we don't do what God gives us to do because we're stubborn and cold hearted and mean or if we don't do what God gives us to do just because we're afraid, what's the difference? We still haven't done what God would have us to do. Uh, And if a person rejects the gospel, because they, uh, again, because they're just cold-hearted and stubborn, or if they reject reject it just because of fear, they've still rejected it. They'll still lift their eyes in the devil's hell. Uh, uh, So uh, be courageous uh, and I, I know when God speaks to me, Terry, it's always, it always makes me nervous. When, when God would give me some direction, Brother Mike, it, it always, there, there's always a resistance to that. Uh, and, and you know what? I, I've I've come to realize uh, I, I almost look for that resistance to know that it's God talking to me. Uh, that's a good way to tell. Uh, if I'm all happy about it and all confident and think it, maybe I better check and see what's going on. Now, it's been that way a few times, but not very much. Uh, uh, But uh, I'd just like to read to you here real quick. Uh, Let me find my place here. In the book of Jonah, I'll probably read the second chapter if that's all right. It's only only, uh, 10 verses. You all know the story. This is nothing new, but I've got nothing new to read. I've got nothing new to say. And uh, boy, I, I just feel like the church has to know it already before they can support it anyway. So, Jonah chapter 2, and the first verse says Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish's belly, and said, I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord, and he heard me. Out of the belly of hell cried I. And thou heardest my voice. Now I, I just want to stop right there for a minute and realize that, uh, uh, and, and you know the story of Jonah. Uh, God told Jonah, "I want you to go over there and preach at Nineveh and uh, cry out against him. Uh, God did not have God did not want to destroy Nineveh. Uh, uh, he wanted Nineveh to repent. Uh, and, and you know what? When when they threw Jonah off of the boat into the water. Uh, Jonah was prepared to die. Uh, When he went in that water, uh, uh, probably a part of him felt like still it was better to die than to do what God would give him to do. Uh, That's just how stubborn we get. Uh, 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 But when Jonah got through over the water, uh, 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 he thought that was the end. But God didn't have destruction in mind for Jonah either. Uh, uh, God had some adjustment in mind for Jonah. uh, In a way that only God can make an adjustment to somebody, and uh, I I guess I've had that a lot on my heart here lately. Uh, I can be just as troubled about something uh, as I've ever been before, and and cry out to God just as much as I want to, or however much I can. uh, But Mike, it takes God to make adjustments, you know that, Uh, uh, and God can make adjustments, uh, uh, Terry, in in a way that that uh, that we just wouldn't be able to, and and we think here's how it's. going to work. Uh, uh, This is going to happen. That's going to happen. God says, no, here's how it's going to happen. And it works. And it's good, and our efforts may seem fruitless, but God's efforts are always good. So uh, 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 here, here's this Jonah. Uh, God told him to go one way, and if you look on the map, uh, uh, Jonah went the opposite direction, 180 degrees in the different direction. Uh, the way that Jonah went, uh, uh, and he got to this point. He says, "I cried to God out of the belly of hell," uh, uh, and and I want you to understand this. Jonah was not in hell, uh, and the reason I say this that is because once one is in hell, they don't come out. Uh, that's final destruction right there. That, uh, that's when the, uh, uh, the hope is all gone, and, and that's where there is no other options. Uh, uh, that's eternal. But Jonah uh, uh, felt like he was in hell, uh, and the reason for that is, I believe, uh, uh, what is hell? But it's separation from God. Uh, it's a place uh, uh, when we make that decision here on earth to separate ourselves from God. Uh, it's the place that the soul would go to uh, and live out or die out, however you want to say it, that separation uh, uh, through all of eternity. Uh, I'm glad we've got an option in this thing. Uh, I hate to see people uh, uh, turn their back on God uh, and make their claim for hell and leave this world that way. I I hate to see that happen, buddy, but but I tell you what, I'm glad that there's a choice. Uh, I'm glad that we don't have to go to that place. Uh, uh, But, Jonah was not in hell, uh, but yet he was in a spot where he felt separated from God uh, by his own actions uh, uh, to the worst place that Jonah had ever been in his life. Uh, uh, He felt like he was totally separated from God. Uh, That's what he means when he says, Out of the belly of hell, uh, uh, he cried out. But you know what? Uh, From that place that he was in, uh, uh, from that place uh, that he thought was destruction, uh, Jonah would have rather just died. When he jumped off the boat. I I believe that. Uh, uh, but God had something else in mind for him. Uh, and it's a good. It, God's way is always best. Uh, uh, but I tell you what. Uh, when he felt that destruction. Uh, uh, when he felt. When he was at his very lowest place. Uh, he still cried out to God, didn't he? Uh, uh, you know what? Uh, uh, he didn't get out of the belly of the fish before he prayed. Uh, uh, he didn't make a bunch of adjustments to his life before he prayed. Uh, uh, he prayed first. Uh, uh, he cried out to God, uh, and then it was God that helped him uh, uh, to get him out of the predicament that he was in. Uh, uh, you know what God wants us to do? Uh, he doesn't want us to fix our mess first. Uh, uh, if you made it, you can't fix it. Uh, if you started it, uh, you can't finish it. Uh, uh, God can do that. Uh, uh, God just says, "Cry out to me from wherever you're at. Uh, uh, don't worry about fixing it. I'll fix it for you. Uh, just cry out, uh, and I'll take care." of it, Uh, and you know what, Uh, uh, that's the spot that we just need to get to. Uh, uh, How many times have we just looked and and tried to find an answer, and all we got to do is cry out to God. Uh, He'll have the answer already. Uh, You know, these battles that we face, uh, uh, God don't fight them for us. Uh, He's already won the battle. Uh, God doesn't have to fight anything. Uh, He's already got the victory. Uh, I tell you what, if you're fighting, you're losing, Uh, but God's already got the victory you see uh, and jonah was uh, uh, just as low as he could get uh, but he cried out to god anyway and the third verse says for thou hadst me cast into the deep in the midst of the seas and the floods compassed me about all thy billows and thy waves passed over me uh, uh, uh jonah was in that spot uh, now i i want you to know i i felt that way before too uh, I have never physically been in the belly of a fish. Uh, I don't know how God worked that. Uh, but you know what? I, I know that he did. Uh, and I know what the Bible says. It says God prepared a great fish for Jonah. Don't know how it was that Jonah was able to breathe, uh, uh, but God prepared uh, uh, that great fish for him. Uh, I, you know, well, you know what? I, I was thinking about this one time. If you go fishing and you catch a fish uh, and you break your hook off in his belly, it won't hurt him a bit. You know why? just in a few days, that fish's stomach will break that fish hook down and it won't be like it was never there. That's what it's like in the belly of a fish. Uh, uh, But God prepared this fish uh, uh, that Jonah could survive in there for three days uh, and it wasn't about destruction. uh, uh, But this Jonah was so stubborn, uh, that's what it took, I believe, to get his attention. Uh, And you know something else? Uh, If it had taken me six days, uh, I believe God would have left him in there for six days. Uh, If it would have been if it would have needed more uh, uh, but you know what uh, we'll get ourselves out of our trouble uh, uh, the sooner that we just cry out to God uh, these things that happen now now uh, I believe we make our own troubles I really do uh, uh, for the most part now there's things that happen outside of us uh, uh, that we just have to deal with uh, that's usually got to do with our loved ones doesn't it uh, uh, but that's just how it is uh, uh, but this God uh, uh, he's able to get uh, uh, he's able to get our attention uh, uh, no matter Matter what spot that we're in uh, now I've never been in the belly of a fish uh, never experienced that before uh, but I felt the way that Jonah felt uh, been so low because of my own disobedience uh, uh, and God didn't have a fish to swallow me uh, uh, but you know what i I always believed that the things that happened uh, in the Old Testament uh, still happen to us today spiritually uh, on the inside uh, I felt like uh, I was in the belly of hell before uh, meaning uh, uh, that I felt like Like God was nowhere around. I felt like I couldn't get a hold of God for nothing at all. And when I got to that spot spiritually, on the inside, all I can do is cry out to God. What do I need to say to God? It don't matter what you say to God. It's the conversation that makes the difference. You know that? You don't have to tell God a bunch of wise things. You don't have to confess to God a bunch of things. All you got to do is get a hold of the Lord. Uh, renew that, uh, uh, that link or that communication to him uh, and boy it will be a great strength to you <laughs> the greatest prayer I have ever prayed in my life uh, there was not a word on my lips uh, there was not a thought in my mind <laughs> I just stepped out of that uh, bench over there at Lafayette church when God was calling to me yeah. uh, and my obedience was my prayer, yeah. my broken heartedness yeah. was my prayer uh, uh, doing what God gave me to do that was my prayer and God answered that prayer. And the only the only thought I had through the whole process w- was after it was already over, after God had already saved me. And I came to be, uh, thinking in my own mind again. I said, thank you, Lord. And I didn't even think about what I was thanking Him for. It was just right there on the inside, uh, uh, thanking Him. So uh, uh, God... Uh, Prepared that for Jonah uh, so that Jonah uh, could get a little bit of adjustment. You know, God's people need some adjustment sometime. I need some adjustment sometime, Billy. I don't like it when God's turning the knob, but I tell you what, when He's done, I'm glad that He did it. Uh, it can be pretty uncomfortable, uh, uh, but God can make those adjustments. Uh, the waters can pass me about even to the soul. The depth closed me round about and the weeds were wrapped around my head. Boy, that's pretty vivid, isn't it? <laughs> that's what Jonah went through. The weeds were wrapped around my head. He was so aware of where he was at, uh, in the belly of the fish uh, and in the presence of God. He was so aware of it uh, uh, that he could write all those things. I went down to the bottoms of the mountain. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet thou hast brought my life up from corruption. O Lord, my God. I like the way he said that. He said, oh Lord, my God. I wonder how much he was thinking about his God back when God told him to go to Nineveh and he went the other direction. But boy, he had changed his tune here. God's adjustment was successful. God's adjustment did what it needed to do. He said, when my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came unto thee and to thy holy temple. Listen to this. This is the one verse uh, uh, that I think is uh, uh, the most meaningful to me. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. That's what Jonah had to say. Those that observe lying vanities, those that believe a lie, forsake their own mercy. God's got mercy. He's got mercy for me. He's got mercy for the whole world. But you know what? He's got mercy for you. And those that will believe and follow after lying vanities, forsake or turn their back on their own mercy that God has for them. God doesn't want to destroy anybody. God wants to make adjustments to people. But those that would believe in a lie, and boy, there's a lot of lies out in the world today. You know, you know the dangerous lies are the ones that are really close to the truth, and they're out there, a bunch of them, just a, little, just a couple notches off of the truth. But you know what? You must be born again. That That's the truth. Uh, And after you're saved, uh, uh, you need to be walking for God the very best you can. That's the truth. Uh, Not the very best that you want to be. That's a lie. Uh, Not the very best that you think you're able to. That's a lie. You need to be doing the very best you can walking for God. Uh, That's the requirement of it. that's the truth, and that's what God, uh, that's what we can grow in, and, and uh, boy, that, that story about Jonah, I appreciate that, and I feel uh, 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 like Jonah a few times over. I feel like Jonah a, a couple different times. God says go one way, and I want to go the other, but thank God, and it hurt, Billy. It hurt when God made those adjustments in my life, but I'm glad that he did. If it didn't hurt, they wouldn't have took. You know that? It wouldn't have been uh, uh, as nearly as helpful to me. But uh, uh, that's just all I felt like sharing with you. It's been good to be here. I, I appreciate Lima Church. Uh, you all have been a great help to me. Uh, and uh, I thank you for the liberty to stand and, and for your prayers. We'll turn it back over to Brother Terry.
0: What's good preaching? I appreciate this. Everybody stand while they're getting a song. Let me say this, and we offer an invitation. If you're here and you need some adjustments and you can't make those adjustments, you, I, you heard the message like I did. God's able to fix things that we can't fix. He's able to fix things that we've tore up and we've broke and we've messed up. I'm telling you, what, whatever your need is tonight, if you're not where God wants you to be and God's stirring your heart, let me, let me enumerate this a little bit. If you're lost, you know you need to get saved. If you're saved and out of fellowship with God, you know you need to rededicate your life to the Lord. And I have talked to numerous people in, in my life. They said, I'm just not quite sure where I'm at. I just don't know exactly what my relationship with God is. Let me assure you this. If you don't know what your relationship with God is, it's not what it ought to be. When you really know what your relationship is and you're, you're in fellowship with God and you can feel that power that the brother was preaching about, that you know that. So if you're not where you need to be with God tonight, any of those three cases, lost, out of fellowship, or confused, I'd like to meet you at the altar and pray with you tonight while we sing. Sing when you're ready. Would you come? God can fix it. God can fix it. Let God fix it. You can't fix it, but you can reach out to God by faith and say, help me, Lord. Help me, God. Lord, I trust you. Don't let any reason, any lie, any fear, anything, don't let anything stand between you coming to the Lord. Obey the Lord tonight. Well, it's a good message. I appreciate it. I appreciate that message. Amen. Listen. Listen to that song. Boy, good to be here tonight. Obey the master. I just feel confident somebody feels like coming. Amen. Amen. I'm going to ask for another song. I'm going to do this. I'm going to come down. I want Brother Russ to come back and stand with me here in the front. And if he will, if he feels like it. And while I sing this next song, if you're here tonight and uh, you know something's just not quite what it should be in your life, but for some reason... Uh, you just haven't felt like coming to the altar tonight or wasn't willing to come to the altar, whatever the case was, didn't come to the altar. Maybe that's the way to put it. If you'll just make this move, sometimes a step in the right direction means so much. If you'll just step out from where you're at and walk up the aisle and give me in and rush your hand, you can go back to your seat. Now, if you get up here and want to stay at the altar, obviously you can, but we won't try to pressure you or hold on to you or anything like that. You just come shake hands with us, go right on back to your seat. But I'm telling you what, if there's a need in your life and you'll make an effort to start the right direction, it'll help you. While we're saying, we come over here and stand in front. Just to come and shake hands. That's not too big of a thing to do. I know it might seem a little scary to you, but you remember what Russ preached. Don't let fear keep you from following God. Don't let that keep you from getting a blessing. Don't let fear keep you from having victory. Nobody's gonna laugh at you, I'm confident. It's up to you tonight. If there's a need in your life, if you feel that need, you know something needs done. It's not asking too much to just, by that act, step out and come down, shake our hand, just run back to your seat if you want to. Nobody's gonna try to detain you, no pressure. Up to you, up to you. God's calling, it's your move. Please come. I believe somebody really needs to come. I really feel that way. Good message. Heaven sent message. Good songs. Good spirit. Please come. Your move. If you don't move, it's your choice. Sure is. Your choice. Up to you. But if you feel that little need inside, you feel that you feel that longing. I need to do something. Then I encourage you to do that. Do something. Do something. Like those leprous men sitting at the end of the city. They were dying. They said, why sit here till we die? Put it in my words. They said, we need to do something. Whatever it is, let's do something. I encourage you to do something tonight. Obey the Lord.
2: you that there's nothing real, that it's going to be painful, that uh, that's all a lie. Yep. Uh, that's all a lie that the devil uh, w- would sell to anybody that'll buy it. Amen. Uh, but God wants only the best for everybody. Uh, whether you was raised in the house of God under right. good parents and brought to church all your life, or, or maybe you've struggled with right. out in the world, it no. doesn't matter. Right. Uh, uh, God wants the best for you. That's right. He he only wants uh, uh, for you to be able to enjoy his presence while you're here alive. Uh, And even more important than that, he wants you to enjoy. His presence after you leave this world, uh, Terry. That's eternity.
0: Amen. That is forever.
2: Uh, we can't even we can't even explain what eternity is. We we say forever, but that's just uh, that's so weak. That doesn't even get to it. So, uh, that's forever, though. That's for eternity. Uh, God wants us to be there with Him. But while we're here on earth, why wouldn't he just take us home, Terry? Why wouldn't he just save my soul and take me home? Uh, uh, But I got up this morning uh, uh, because there's something God wants me to do. Uh, uh, There's a mission that he wants me to fulfill. Uh, And that's the same with everybody. We would be better off in heaven. But God's got us down here because there's something He wants us to do. Uh, He could take me home in a minute, and I'd be better off for it. I believe that. I want to stay as long as I can, uh, but I'd be better off for it. Uh, But God has left us down here because there's something He wants us to do. You wonder if God's got a mission for you? Is your heart still pumping? Are you still walking and breathing? You know what that means? God's got something He wants you to do. Uh, So don't listen to the devil.
0: Amen. (laughs) I'm glad you said that. I also appreciate those words. Well, how how true it is. God has something he wants for us to do, and uh, if we don't do what God's wanting us to, do, we miss out on the blessing, and the folks around us miss out on the help that we could be to them. Well, oh, it's just it's a sad thing, and uh, I couldn't count the number of people that I've talked to that were getting ready to die that their main uh, heartache and grief was that they hadn't served the Lord like they should in their lifetime. Oh, if I could just go back. But folks, we can't go back. Now's the day of salvation. Now's the acceptable time. If you hear his voice, harden not your heart. And I use this saying, this is just my words. God is a right now God. You can't go back to yesterday. You don't have the promise of tomorrow. But God's given us right now. And so I really like what Brother Russ said. Put it right on the mark. Anything else on anybody's heart before we come to a close? let me say this again let me remind everybody of the uh, association meeting on Saturday at 10 o'clock That's when it starts and that's at Lighthouse Baptist Church uh, 900 uh, West Grand Avenue and I want to say all the men that were uh, uh, representatives of the church messengers the last time we had a meeting uh, you're still on the list and uh, if you can come we'd sure like to have you now that's not the only people we want to come uh, everybody can come that will and wants to and feels like it, uh, and men and women, uh, we'd like to have you, and so come if you can, and in any case, pray for that meeting, uh, that association meeting, that's important, and uh, you know it's a way we can help each other and fellowship with our churches, and, and uh, Lighthouse is so excited to be part of our association, and we're having the association annual association meeting at our church, so it'd be uplift to them too, so please pray and remember that, uh, remember that meeting. 10 o'clock Saturday. Anything else on anybody's heart? Okay. Okay. Appreciate that announcement. That's great. I appreciate that announcement. Let me remind you of one more thing. It's going to be a funeral tomorrow at 1 o'clock at Chamberlain Huckleberry's. That's Ed Swint, who passed on, uh, really remember his family. Uh, viewing is from 11 to 1. It's got two hours of visitation time before the funeral, 1 o'clock. So if you can come to that, would be glad to have you. They have asked that uh, uh, folks would come and at least sing Amazing Grace, and uh, they've asked me to preach that funeral. And so if you can come, it'll bless them and also bless me. I appreciate it. But in any case, pray, 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 pray for that family. Anything else? Sure, thank God for everybody that's here. And uh, folks, let's really pray. Uh, I know we've been praying for lost people and folks that's out of fellowship. uh, Let me make another special request. Let's pray for folks uh, that used to come that aren't coming now. Uh, We got uh, a number of folks that's come across my mind and heart, and some of them I've reached out to. Some of them responded and some of them not. And... uh, but let's, let's pray for those folks. Uh, we got a good crowd coming, and the devil will probably tell some of them they don't need us. God needs every person that's His, and the church needs every person that's ours. Everybody's got a spot that nobody else can fill. Nobody can be you like you can. And so let's really pray. Anything else? No, question pray dismissal. She a time, I forgot to say that and then of course, there's some offering place out there. A couple of different things. Do what that which, what you want to.